Our reading today comes from Romans 10, verses 8 through 13 of Romans 10. Actually, verse 9 through 13 of Romans 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Please be seated. This passage is describing the manner in which salvation is evidenced by believers. Uh, What I want you to notice is the emphasis that this passage is placing on Jesus's status as Lord. Verse nine says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then in verse 13, this truth is reiterated. It says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, referring to Jesus, the name of the Lord shall be saved. What does it mean to call on the name of the Lord? What does it mean to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord? Sometimes you'll hear people speak of Jesus being their Lord and Savior. And there's a difference between those two titles. Saying that Jesus is your Lord is not the same thing as saying that Jesus is your Savior. To say that Jesus is your Savior is to say that he has saved you from your sins. Um, This speaks of the atonement that Christ accomplished with his life, death, and resurrection. It speaks of the justification from sin and death that the Holy Spirit accomplishes in the heart and soul of God's elect. That's an essential element of being saved. Um, You cannot be saved if Jesus is not your Savior. But what our reading of God's law in Romans 10 is telling us is that Jesus must not only be your Savior, but he must also be your Lord. And that's something different than being a savior. That's in addition to being a savior. To say that Jesus is your Lord is to submit yourself to him as your master, as your king, uh, as the one who has complete authority over your entire life. To call upon Jesus as Lord is to say, I no longer live for myself but I live every moment for Jesus Christ. I don't, I I, I do what he tells me to do, not what I want to do. I think what he wants me to think, not what I want to think. I speak what he wants me to speak, not what I want to speak. I treat people the way he wants me to treat people, not the way I want to treat them. I die daily to myself so I can take up my cross and follow my Lord, the one in whom I am in submission to. In short, to confess Jesus as Lord is to submit yourself entirely to him to do his will. It's what we sing. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. There's a temptation to want Jesus to be your Savior and not your Lord. The temptation is to want Jesus to take away your sins so that you don't go to hell, uh, 
but then to retain the idea that you are, you don't belong to the Lord that in the sense of your, uh, your actions and, and the life you live on this earth, but that you have the authority and freedom to live your life exactly the way you want to. The temptation is to say to Jesus, you give your life for me, but I'm not gonna give my life for you. I'll give you certain parts of my life. You can have my sin. You can take my sin from me. You could pay the penalty for that, but don't demand everything from me. I'll give you a few hours on Sunday, but I'm not gonna give you my Friday evenings. Don't ask me to give you my Saturdays. I'll give you 10 minutes of Bible reading every couple days, but I'm not gonna give you my television time. I'm not gonna give you my recreational time. I'll give you a few dollars in the collection plate, but don't try to tell me how I need to steward my money and don't demand more from me from what I'm willing to give. I'll try to be nice to the people who irritate me, but don't tell me I have to love them Don't tell me I have to go the extra mile for them. Don't tell me that I need to consider their interests before my own. I'm not willing to do that. Do you get the point? Does this help you understand what it means to confess Jesus as Lord or in the opposite case, to not confess Jesus as Lord? Many Christians, people who are saved, regenerate Christians, are inconsistent in living under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And many people who think that they are Christians have absolutely no desire to live under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. They consider it too great a sacrifice to surrender themselves to Jesus. They wanna claim him as their savior, but they don't wanna claim him as their Lord. In the case of the Christian, who is living inconsistently under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the Bible's resolution to this is to repent of those inconsistencies. And in the case of the person who has never submitted himself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the Bible's resolution is for this person to repent for the very first time. Repent to God for all of your sins, including the sin of autonomy, including the sin of wanting to live your life the way that you want to live your life without surrendering it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And so repentance is a solution in all cases. Whether you're a Christian or not Christian, repentance is the biblical solution. And because repentance includes confession, we confess our sins to the Lord. The repentant confess their sins to the Lord. And so where the Holy Spirit has borne witness to you of your sins, whether that's the sin of withholding your submission to Jesus as Lord, or whether that's any other sin that God has placed upon your heart, remember that God pardons and forgives all who truly repent while trusting in the name of Jesus Christ, while trusting in the work of Jesus Christ, while trusting in the person of Jesus Christ, while trusting in the Lordship of Jesus Christ.